0: adams archive hello you beautiful people and welcome to the adams archive my name is austin adams and thank you so much for listening today on today's episode we are going to go deep into a topic that has been irking me for quite some time and i'm sure it might irk you a little bit too but we'll get to that in just a minute The first thing that we're going to discuss today is going to be a Democratic congressman pulled a fire alarm to get out of doing his job. You heard right that right there. You heard right that right there. A grown man in a position of power, elected nonetheless, pulled a fire alarm. To get out of doing his job. <laughs> so Peter Ducey questions Karine Jean-Pierre quite a bit on this. It's pretty comical. Some people are laughing in the background during the White House press brief, um, but pretty crazy stuff. So we'll, we'll touch on that first. The next thing we'll discuss is that there was a leaked U.S. strategy document on Ukraine, which cites corruption as a real threat coming out of Politico. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? Corruption in Ukraine? Which highlights on this article that Joe Biden's actually holding, holding Zelensky in his arm and whispering sweet nothings in his ears, according to this picture. Um, So interesting stuff there. Then we'll move on to the next conversation, which is that the Pentagon funded a study, speaking of Joe Biden, which warns that dementia is among... US officials imposes a legitimate national security threat. So we'll read that together coming from the intercept. And then last but not least, we're going to talk about the October 4th FEMA advisory which is going to hit everybody's cell phones, everybody's TV and everybody's radio simultaneously at 2:20 on October 4th. Now if you're listening to this after that, which is potentially the most likely situation, as this will come out on the 3rd, if you're listening to this after that, don't worry. What we're really discussing as a result of this, because there's some crazy theories about this October 4th thing. Some people throw around the word like zombie. (laughs) I don't know if I agree with that. Um, I don't, spoiler alert. But what I do think is a legitimate conversation to be had around this is the potential harm of massive frequencies being put out nationally simultaneously and among different mediums and what that could mean for the general public. So that that pulls us into a conversation about 5G, 5G being a very hot topic when it comes to the, well, and really not, not getting enough conversation around it as it probably should, Because there's been very little studies done on this stuff and and its effects on people. And what has been done comes out from almost the the 60s. But it's pretty wild. We're going to read into some of the articles, some of the discussions that have been had Some of the concerns, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. just spoke about this on C-SPAN in a conversation with a potential voter where he says that he's um, actually representing a large group of people who were uh, medically affected by 5G. So this isn't in the realm of craziness, guys. They put up these massive, huge, ugly, you have must have seen them. If you haven't, you need to open your eyes because they're everywhere, literally everywhere. Um, and we, we just don't, maybe we should be asking why, right? So we'll dive deep into that. And when I say deep, I'm saying deep. We're going to go there. So the longer you stick around, as always, the deeper we get. But first, I need you to go ahead and hit that subscribe button. If this is your first time here, I appreciate you. From the bottom of my heart, So excited to have you here. Thank you so much. Hit that subscribe button because every single week we have conversations just like this. So hit that subscribe button. If you're already subscribed, leave a five-star review. Write something nice. Tell me what you love about the podcast. Tell me your favorite episode. Give me your favorite recipe. I don't care, but write something nice. It helps me get up in the rankings. It's the best way that you can say thank you right now is just leaving a five-star review. All right? There's not a lot that you can do to get some good karma today. And this is a super easy one. And I'm I'm asking you, pleading with you, subscribe, leave a five-star review, write something nice, helps me out, which means... I can do this more for you guys. All right, so thank you so much for listening. I appreciate it. Head over to the Substack, .substack austinadams.substack.com. That just gives me your email so I can put out things like podcast companions and deep dives and all other awesome stuff, whether it's today or in the future. Um, On that note, I know I've been out for a couple weeks, but I'm not going anywhere, all right? Life gets hectic sometimes. I actually turned 30. Um, Same time, got my purple belt in jujitsu, had some awesome things happen in other sections of my life that just kind of made all the craziness happen at once, went backpacking with my wife for five, six days. Um, pretty awesome stuff. But with that increased responsibility in those, some of those sectors of my life, my plan is to delegate and automate some of the things that I'm doing here for you guys so I can put out even more content. So um, look out for that. And thank you for sticking around. All right. Without further ado, let's Jump into it. The Adams Archive. All right, let's jump into it. The very first thing that we're going to discuss today is that a Democratic congressman named Jamal Bowman pulled a fire alarm simply because he didn't want to do his job. Now, we'll see here in a second that Peter Ducey does a pretty good job of undressing Corrine Jean-Pierre. Not in the way you're thinking. you dirty mind. Um, But in this conversation during a White House uh, press briefing, he asked a simple question that that ends up being pretty funny. But let's talk about this first, because could you imagine that you have an important meeting coming up, maybe even an important deadline, right? Your boss needs something on time. needs you to make a decision. He needs you to send you some documents, right? And instead of doing that thing that you're supposed to do for your job, You go out to the hallway, you find that shiny red box, and you pull the fire alarm. Hmm. Do you think that you would have your job for very long if every time you had a responsibility or a deadline to meet, you pulled the fire alarm? No. Every single one of us normal individuals would lose our job, would lose our livelihood. That's just absolute, especially if you got caught red-handed on video, just like this congressman here, right? Now, leave it to a Democrat to, I don't know, find some baby way out of doing their actual job. And guess what? Guess what one person stood up for him in this? AOC. Could you imagine that? All right, so here is Peter Doocy discussing this with Karine Jean-Pierre, asking her a question. Now, let's go ahead and watch this video. As always, you can hover, head over to YouTube um, or join the Substack; It'll be added there. But head over to YouTube, subscribe there, and you can actually watch the videos with me on your screen. You can uh, read the articles alongside me that I have up on the screen next to me. Head over there, Austin, or the I'm sorry, the Adams Archive on YouTube. Uh, Subscribe and watch it with me, all right? Um, So here we go. Here's the video. Let's watch it together.
1: Thank you, Corrine. Would President Biden ever try to get out of a meeting by pulling a fire alarm?
2: Are you talking about something specifically?
1: A Democratic (laughs) member of Congress pulled a fire alarm around a series of votes. No fire. Is that appropriate?
3: What
2: I can tell you is, uh, I have not talking to, spoken to the president about this, uh, and so just not going, just not going to comment. I would leave it up to. I know there's a House process moving forward right now. I'll Leave it to the House.
1: Okay. Uh, since President Biden is so pro union, is he okay with 75,000 healthcare workers possibly walking off the job this week?
2: What I can tell you is that I've said this many times already this morning.
0: All right. So there was a, you hear all of the chuckles during the briefing of everybody in there realizing what how Peter Doocy just tactfully slipped that in there. Um, Pretty, pretty funny to see. And you see, it, it's so crazy to me that this woman's job is to answer questions. And I would say 90% of the time that she's asked a question, at least one that's not teed up for her by CNN she doesn't answer it. Your entire job is to answer questions, right? It's like having a customer service. She's literally the customer service of the White House, of the government. She's the only talking head that we have. Yet imagine if you called IKEA and you said, Hey, I think that you guys sent me the wrong part or the wrong instructions. I can't figure out how to put this thing together. I have no idea what I'm doing. It's very complicated. And also, you sent me an inflatable ducky instead of a dresser that I ordered. And they go, we understand. (laughs) We understand that you're concerned about that, and I would love to answer that for you. However, at the very moment, I don't have access to the proper documents to answer that for you, and I wish you the best. Moving on, next person. No, no. Your entire job is to answer questions. You should answer the questions, especially when the people holding you accountable is the entire nation. Only nobody seems to be holding these people accountable, right? And that that maybe is the bigger issue here. All right. So that's a pretty funny one. Let's move on here because we have some longer stuff to get into. I have about 10 different articles on the FEMA situation in 5G, and maybe three articles to get to before then. Um, But the next article that we're going to talk about here comes from Politico. And it says that there is a leaked U.S. strategy on Ukraine, which was outlined saying that there's corruption as a legitimate threat. Could you imagine that? Ukraine and corruption? No way. (laughs) So Politico says, A report obtained by Politico details specific plans to reform Ukrainian institutions and warns Western support may hinge on cutting corruption. The Ukrainian uh, president, um, Volodymyr Zelensky, and President Joe Biden meet in the Oval Office for this picture where Joe Biden seems to be, I don't know, enacting some sort of corruption (laughs) where he's got his arm around him whispering in his ear like he smells a a, a 12-year-old's perfume. Um, It says that the Biden administration officials are are far more worried about corruption in Ukraine than they publicly admit. A confidential U.S. strategy document obtained by Politico suggests it says the sensitive but unclassified version of the long-term U.S. plan lays out numerous steps Washington is taking to help Kiev root out maleficence, and otherwise reform an array of Ukrainian sectors. It stresses that corruption could cause Western allies to abandon Ukrainians' uh, fight against Russia's invasion, and that Kiev cannot put off the anti-graft effort. Perceptions of high-level corruption, the confidential version of the document warns, could undermine the Ukrainian public's and foreign leaders' confidence in the wartime government that's starker than the analysis available in the little notice public version of the 22-page document which the Department of State or the State Department appears to have posted on its website with no fanfare about a month ago the confidential version of the integrated uh, country strategy is about three times as long as and contains many more details about U.S objectives in Ukraine from privatizing its banks to helping more schools teach English to encouraging its military to adopt NATO protocols Many goals are designed to reduce the corruption that uh, bedevils the country. Bedevils, well, that's a good word. Um, The quiet release of the strategy and the fact that the toughest language was left in the confidential version underscores the messaging challenge facing the Biden team. The administration wants to press Ukraine to cut graft, not least because U.S. dollars are at stake. But being too loud about the issue could embolden opponents of U.S. aid to Ukraine, many of them Republican lawmakers who are trying to block such assistance. Oh, no, don't send $40 trillion to Ukraine. That would be terrible. Um, Yeah, I agree. Um, Any perception of weakened American support for Kiev could cause more European countries to think twice about their role. When it comes to the Ukrainians, there are some honest conversations happening behind the scenes, a U.S. official familiar with Ukrainian policy said. Uh, Ukrainian graft has long been a concern of U.S. officials all the way to Joe Biden, but the topic was def- de- deemphasized. Wow, whoever is writing this article is—you're doing too much, bud. I promise you, you don't have to use the word de- deemphasized. <laughs> Should there maybe be a hyphen there? It's de-emphasized, right? It definitely seems like there should be a hyphen there. I'm just an idiot. Um, In the wake of Russia's February 2022 full-scale invasion, which Biden has called a real-life battle of democracy against autocracy. For for months, Biden's aide stuck to brief mentions of corruption. Yeah, because he is the very corruption that they're discussing here, right? There's like a guy on the front of this document with a mustache that looks very much like Hunter Biden with a, a, a blonde wig, right? It's like, yeah, we know in walks, uh, you know, he has a Burisma, uh logo on his shirt. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no shit. There's corruption in Ukraine. But at least now we have some documentation to show that there are at least acknowledging that, which is far more than we can say about literally every other piece of gaslighting that has happened to us as the general public over the last, I don't know, four years. Anyways, let's read a little bit more of the article, which says, uh, A State Department official speaking on behalf of the department would not say if Washington had shared the longer version of the strategy with the Ukrainian government or whether a classified version exists. William Taylor, a former U.S. ambassador to Ukraine, said many ordinary Ukrainians will likely welcome the strategy because they too are tired of endemic corruption in their country. It's all fine as long as it doesn't get in the way of the assistance we provide them to win the war, he said. Yeah, only the entire reason for the assistance for the war is so that the corruption can siphon the money out of it. In walks Raytheon and Lockheed Martin, right? Or Burisma. And all of a sudden, our hundreds of billions of dollars turns into $20 billion to actually fund the war and $85 billion to fund third-party organizations which bid, quote unquote, these contracts, and then some type of politician funnels that money out, right? The reason that they're sending so much money into Ukraine, I believe, is because there's far less oversight into where that money actually goes. There's very little accounting. There's very little oversight. There, nobody's looking into that. And nobody has access to the books, at least not on the, the US side of things, right? If we're sending that much money over there, we should have thorough accounting going on. We don't. Last time I checked, there was people saying that of, of every five weapons that were sent there, like four of them were unaccounted for, like going to Ukrainian mobs and stuff like we're, it's so crazy how much corruption is going on at any given time there. And then let's jump into this one, which talks about the Pentagon funded a study of Imagine that. The Pentagon funded the study warning that dementia among U.S. officials poses a legitimate national security threat. Huh. And it only took you three full years of having a president who couldn't finish a sentence or even knew the names of his own grandchildren to realize this. Right? How crazy. So this comes from The Intercept, And it says that Senators Mitchell McConnell and Dianne Feinstein, who have access to top secret information, recently had public health episodes. Yeah, one of those just died. Um, So this article comes from September 12th from The Intercept. And it says, as the national security workforce ages, dementia impacting U.S. officials poses a threat to national security, according to a first-of-its-kind study by a Pentagon-funded think tank. The report released this spring came as several prominent US officials trusted with some of the nation's most highly classified intelligence experienced public lapses, stoking calls for resignations and debate about Washington's aging leadership. Right, it really is quite crazy. Like and when Feinstein died, Feinstein, Feinstein, whatever. When she died, it was literally hours before that she before she died, hours before she died. She was rolled into the Senate and gave a vote on something as she rambled through her answer only to be told to shut up by her handler next to her and the woman behind her so that she could just just say I they said which seems like a coerced vote to me. She was in the middle of explaining herself and giving her full answer at 90 years old this woman 90 giving her answer as to her vote and then before she can even finish it with her actual answer or her vote she's told by some 25-year-old 30-year-old guy next to her in a suit no 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 just just say hi don't don't stop talking literally who elected that motherfucker right who who told him to tell her how to vote nobody Nobody besides the vested interests that are paying all of their salaries, right? And that's something that a lot of people don't realize, and I started to realize more recently, is that when you have somebody who's a senator like that, underneath that individual, that face, that public-facing individual, there's a 100 people that are operating under them as a business, Right, you have uh, people who are negotiating on behalf of them, you have people who are working with the lobbyists, you have people who are writing the bills and writing the responses and running the social medias. And like, under each individual in Congress or Senate that you see, or the president, there's a hundred people getting a salary to make sure that person stays in their place, right? So, when you have somebody like Feinstein, you have a hundred people playing. Weekend at Bernie's trying to make sure that she doesn't die. And if she does, you can still wheel her into the Senate or to Congress, Senate, and make a decision on a bill so they all get their bills paid at the end of the day. Right? And that's how it works. Like it's it's not just one individual making these decisions. There's 50 people behind them who are influencing their decisions, who are writing their responses. Right, how many how many people do you see like maybe it's uh Marjorie Taylor Greene, Matt Gates, uh you know, how many people do you know that actually go in there? Maybe Cruz, Paul, uh who else? Madison Cawthorn that actually went in there speaking their own words. Right? If if there's something if there's one thing that frustrates me more than anything at all about politics is how They've pulled back the curtain. They don't even care that you know that they're not even speaking their own words anymore, which is literally their job. Their job is just to say things. That's their job. Just, just, just to talk. But they can't even do that. They have teleprompters and, and talking points and bullet points in a, in a journal in front of them and, and pre-written social media posts. And like, dude, be a real person. There's no reason that we shouldn't be able to elect intelligent enough people with legitimate views that align with party lines or the vested interests even, if you just want to allow the bullshit to happen, that they can't even at least be smart enough to speak by themselves without a written <laughs> a written speech in front of them, without talking points, without being told to shut up by the guy next to you and just say I, which is exactly, 100% exactly what they did, right? Right. Literally 50 people playing Weekend at Bernie's trying to get Feinstein to make a vote hours before she died of a terminal illness. Crazy, crazy, right? And and, and that is legitimately politics, right? There's a great Frank Zappa quote, and you've probably heard me say it before. Let's see if we can find it. And what he says is that the illusion of freedom, Frank Zappa said, the illusion of freedom will continue as long as it's profitable to continue the illusion. At the point where the illusion becomes too expensive to maintain, they will just take down the scenery. They will pull back the curtains. They will move the tables and the chairs out of the way, and you will see the brick wall at the back of the theater. Right, that's the teleprompters sitting on either side of them while they look through these see-through pieces of glass, telling them exactly what to say, like a robot. That's the talking points in front of Karine Jean-Pierre. That's that's the 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 social media posts being posted on Biden's social media instead of Kamala's, right? There, there's. They pulled back the curtains. They don't even care anymore whether you know or not that these aren't these words, their words. These aren't their opinions. These aren't aren't anything that's of value, that's a real person. There's nothing but vested interests behind every single one of these politicians besides maybe a handful, maybe a handful, right? And what you see is those people get voted out almost immediately, right? Pushed out by more money because they didn't realize what a threat these people were. People like Madison Cawthorn right? You've seen how how much pushback Marjorie Taylor Greene has gotten. Trump's been literally indicted multiples of times over again in the last three hours. I don't know, right? It's so crazy to see how much they've pulled back those curtains and shown you that po- politics is not real, right? And that's what's so frustrating at times about this thing. So it's like, it's almost like arguing with AI. It, like, it doesn't have a personality. It doesn't have a soul. I can't sit here and debate a legitimate politician or somebody who holds legitimate beliefs because all that's behind that is the brick wall. And behind the brick wall is the, the contractor who created it so that he could make profits off of building it. That's it. That's politics in a nutshell to me. It's, it's so frustrating and so many people have seen through it now. Right? So many people are fed up with it, with the election cycles, with the, the fact that their vote doesn't actually count, that they, they feel there's you know, less and less value to what they're doing every single day when it's involving themselves with the biggest decisions in our children's lives, right? It's so frustrating to know that you're literally screaming at that brick wall. And we can make change and we can wake up enough people. And you're seeing this, what people are coining as the Great Awakening, Right, you're seeing how many people are realizing that it's just a brick wall. Right, the illusion became too expensive to maintain, and now they've taken down the scenery. They don't care. They just pump money into marketing, right? And having some marketing background myself, if you didn't know, um, what what you realize is that in a small company, right, when there's when there's ten to twenty people, when there's twenty to fifty people, when there's a, a small enough customer segment that you're going after, it's a lot about creative, right? It's a lot about, you know, at least that's what marketing people like to think is that like, maybe if I make it look really nice, if I come up with the right slogan, if the, if the workflow or the user experience is super clean, then people will, you know, people will buy our products. If the product looks nice and it has value to it, right. And you put those things together, a marketing mind thinks that there's true value to the way that you present something. And there is, but what you realize when you get into a larger corporation is that it's not as much about when you when you have two thousand customers that you want to maintain loyalty from, that all matters. But when you have two million, or let's say three hundred million, or maybe a billion customers, I don't know politics, right? Um, Eighty-one million votes more than any ever, right? when you have that amount of people that you're pushing it's what your really your job is when you're doing marketing at that level is is you're looking to leverage and weaponize data right what you what you're looking to do is how much money can i throw at this f- vaccine and and if for every 600 dollars i spend on marketing when it comes back to us because it goes through the insurance companies who make the the healthcare companies that are that are fun or are, are pushing people to get these things done. We make eight hundred dollars in profits per person or whatever the margins were. Then you keep putting six hundred dollars into it, right? And, and, and that's where you have to see where does the profit really lie, right? And that's where people started to question the overall narrative is like, was that even profitable with how much marketing, how much lobbying, how much incentives there were for politicians and healthcare individuals and the Fauci's of the world? And like, was it really pr- profitable? And we saw, yeah, they made like trillions of dollars. Um, so for sure, it was profitable for the pharmaceutical companies. But but people started to question, was it profitable in the sense of, of monetary value, for, for the pharmaceutical companies, the answer is obviously yes. But for the politicians, the profit was in the power, right? The profit was in the ability to pass legislation to allow them to push us closer towards totalitarianism. And what you see oftentimes, too, when it comes to large, extremely large corporations, like Facebook wasn't profitable. LinkedIn wasn't profitable. Um, a lot of these companies hinge their profitability on continued funding more than they do on the profit from the actual uh, sell of, sale of sale of goods or, or services, right? So so when when you can make something profitable through the next seed rounds that you have, of of your startup, by continuing to get investors like Facebook did or LinkedIn did or or, or right, but you don't have to worry about what is how am I actually going to. Uh, Monetize my service, right? Because as long as I can continue convincing people that I can get money, and a lot of times it's just through users like Facebook and and LinkedIn did, or Uber or whatever, right? Like there's some some companies that still are not profitable. Like Facebook wasn't profitable until like 2016, right? So so when you have a company large enough, your their 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 entire existence is dependent on words on convincing large-scale investors that they're worth it because we'll figure out the profitability later, right? And and, and so when people are looking at the politicians and segmenting that out from the pharmaceutical companies, yeah, maybe it was profitable for the pharmaceutical companies. But for the politicians, the profitability either came from A, extension of power towards authoritarianism, but also B, which is that they need to get continued funding. Right? As long as you're appeasing the Black Rocks or the Vanguards or the, the State Streets or the Larry Finks or the Claude Schwabs or the uh, Rockefellers or the Soroses or the right, as long as you're continuing to appease the large money of the world, the, the people who own the real funding organizations like these, and you're getting that continued funding, then you're fine. You don't have to be profitable. You don't have to make decisions, and maybe profitable when it comes to being a politician is more about popularity. Or you don't have to be popular with the people. You don't have to be. You don't have to have a profitable service, right? Popularity in this in this case, as long as the funding continues to grow, because with enough funding, you can get anybody in office, as shown by Joe Biden and the the guy who wears sweatpants every day. There's my rant. They pull back the curtains, guys. All right. So there's your initial articles. The next thing we're going to discuss. October 4th, 2023. A day that many people believe could lead to catastrophe. Now I'm going to tell you why. FEMA put out a bulletin and I'm going to read it directly from their website for you. So we can get some context on this, which I just pulled up for you so you can follow along. Um, and if you're not watching on YouTube, you can actually pull this up for yourself. It says FEMA and FCC plan nationwide emergency alert test for October 4th, 2023. All right, there you go. Um, you can look it up and and read along while you're uh, just listening. All right. So it's on the FEMA website, fema.gov. And it says release date was August 3rd of 2023, release number HQ 23124. And it says uh, FEMA, in coordination with the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, will conduct a nationwide test of the emergency alert system and the wireless emergency alerts this fall. The national test will consist of two portions testing WEA and EAS capabilities. Right, emergency alert system and wireless emergency alerts. Both tests are scheduled to begin at approximately 220 Eastern time on Wednesday, October 4th. All right, now again, if you're here right now and you're listening and it's past the fourth, and we all happen to not be zombies, as some people are saying, <laughs> and nothing happened. I hear you. All right. I'm not saying anything crazy is gonna happen, but I do think that this sparks an interesting conversation. But there are people saying that there is going to be some crazy shit that will happen. And we'll talk about that too. But the main point of this conversation is going to drive into 5G. All right. So it says the national test will consist of two portions, testing WEA and EAS capabilities. The WEA portion of the test will be directed to all consumer cell phones. All. All consumer cell phones. You know how many cell phones that is? This will be the third nationwide test, but the second test to all cellular devices. This has only happened one other time in the history of man, right? And you're not going to tell me that there's any reason for concern. The test message will display in either English or in Spanish, depending on the language settings in your wireless handset. The EAS portion of the test will send out to radios and televisions. This will be the seventh nationwide EAS test. Right. So one other time in history have they done an emergency alert like this. It says emergency managers, and other managers and other stakeholders in preparation for this national test to minimize confusion and to maximize the public safety value of the test. It says they are coordinating with EAS participants, wireless providers and emergency managers and other stakeholders in preparation. Right. The purpose of the October 4th test is to ensure that the systems continue to be effective means of warning the public about emergencies, particularly those on a national level. What does that even mean? The purpose of the test is to ensure that systems continue to be effective means of warning the public. You're telling me that you're testing to see that if you send a nationwide emergency alert, like the Amber alerts, You're just seeing if it's effective. Like, what about putting that in front of literally everybody in existence with a cell phone makes you think it wouldn't be effective? Why do you need to test that? Weird. It says... In case the October 4th test is postponed due to widespread severe weather or other significant events, the backup testing date is October 11th. Now, that's pretty weird to me. Why would they expect there be to be severe? Tell me the last time there was severe enough widespread weather events that you couldn't send out a national advisory through radio waves in the air. How does that make any sense? All right, it says the WEA portion of the test will be initiated using FEMA's integrated public alert and warning systems, a centralized internet-based system administered by FEMA that enables authorities to send autom- authenticated emergency messages to the public through multiple communications networks. The WEA test will be administered via a code sent to cell phones. This year, the EAS message will be disseminated as a common alerting protocol, CAP, message via the integrated public alert and warning systems platform for emergency networks. Hmm. All wireless phones should receive the message only once. The following can be expected. Beginning at approximately 2.20, cell phone towers will broadcast the test for approximately 30 minutes. During this time, WEA-compatible wireless phones that are switched on within range of an active cell tower and whose wireless provider participates in WEA should be capable of receiving the test message. Okay, so there's your criteria for this October 4th. Situation Is that at 220 for 30 minutes long, f- wireless phones that are switched on within range of an active cell tower and whose provider participates in WEA. For consumers, the message that appears on their phones will read, this is a test of the national wireless emergency alert system. No action is needed. Phones with the main menu set to Spanish will display... Let me shot, give this a shot for you. Esta es una prueba del sistema nacional de alerta de emergencia. No se si necesita acción. That was pretty good. At least it sounded good. <laughs> WA alerts are created and sent by author- authorized federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial governments agencies through the PAWS or IPAWS to participating wireless providers. Okay. Important information about the EAS test, right? This is the one that'll be on your TV and the radio. It says the EAS portion of the test is scheduled to last approximately one minute and will be conducted with the participation of radio and television broadcasters, cable systems, satellite radio and television providers, and wireline video providers. The test message uh, will be similar to the regular monthly EAS test message, uh, which is the public is already familiar. This will state this is a national test of the emergency alert system issued by the Federal Emergency Management System or agency covering the United States from 1420 to 1450 ET. This is only a test. No action is required by the public. All right, so there you have it. Essentially, if you're within a cell phone tower's range and your cell phone is turned on, then you will get this alert. Now, there is something that you can do about this. You can go into the settings of your iPhone, and turn off emergency alerts. I've already done this for things like the Amber Alerts. I've already done this. I've already done this. But you probably should too. Because here's the thing. Giving the government immediate access to your brain, right? The the Imagine this. If you had a chip implanted in your brain and you could immediately have the government put something into your eyes and flash something that says a message, would you want the government to have access to that? And if you could take two minutes out of your day, one time, to turn off their ability to do that. Now it's like, oh, what if there's an Amber Alert? Well, the likelihood that there's an Amber Alert in my area, that I have the ability to help like, like there was this great TikTok that somebody posted. It was like what they expect somebody to do if there's an Amber alert. And it's like a bunch of people just run out of their houses and just get into random people's cars and go start searching around for the Amber alert. It's like, what the hell am I going to do? Like, sorry, I'm not, I'm not like, you know, what was that guy's name? Uh, Inspector Gadget. Like, I'm I'm not going to be very much help here, right? Now, of course, I would love to help and, and do what I can to help in that situation. But the access to my immediate information stream for the government at any given time is just not worth the 0000.000000% likelihood that I'm going to be able to be the guy that solves an Amber Alert, right? So just turn that shit off. Problem solved. You won't have to deal with it. Go into your settings on your iPhone, turn off emergency alerts. That's it. All right. Um, But to me, this drives another conversation, right? Well, let's look at some of the conspiracy stuff here. Let's see what people are saying on conspiracy Reddit about this. Um, It's not actually conspiracy Reddit. I had to find, uh, go a little bit deeper into the dark abyss of the internet to find this, but it says unveiling the October 4th, 2023 blackout conspiracy. FEMA's mysterious tests it says the date, October 4th has caught the attention. And this comes from some random website that you've never heard of. Um, C O O P W B, which stands for cooperation of worldwide broadcast. Hmm. I guess maybe it sound they tried to make it sound legit. Although their thumbnail picture kind of gives it away. It says the date of October 4th, 2023 has caught the attention of many Nietzscheans. Is it supposed to be citizens? <laughs> Rumors swirl about potential uh, blackout conspiracy tied to a FEMA test. Claims suggest that the emergency alert system ha- test on this day hides a nefarious purpose. With such a significant event taking place and conspiracy theories gaining traction, it's imperative to separate fact from fiction. For more information about this topic, you can visit the Reddit. Hmm. That's legit. All right, so we've already read through the FEMA advisory. Let's watch some of these videos. Uh, here's a video by somebody on TikTok named Activate Your Pineal Gland.
2: Responding to comment 30 minutes is very suspicious. Why? This is in regards to the emergency alert system that's going to be tested on Wednesday, October 4th for everyone. At the bottom, I notice it says that the phone's alert will be accompanied by unique tone and vibration. Let's talk about tones hmm, and vibration. See that this here is a Sima One Thousand. This is the machine I use. It is the basis of an app and a website that I have called Sima Tones, and it plays five resonant frequencies through this vibrating speaker. So this is tones and vibration, just like the alert we we're just talking about, and it's targeting different ailments or body parts to retune them back to a balanced and a harmonious energy body see our energy body's got all these different pathways and if there's blockages in whether it's the water because we're made of water or in the energy pathway then what that does is it causes a physical ailment the physical ailments can be retuned by different tunes and tones Back to October 4th. What tones and vibrations do you think the government's going to be playing for us?
4: Hmm.
0: All right. So I'll address that first. What she's saying is that there's actually vibrational medicine. Um, and you look at things like ancient Chinese medicine, things like acupuncture, a- acupuncture, um, things like uh, th- there's a lot of like traditional medicine that leverages vibrational frequencies And, uh, unblocking, you know, what she's speaking to, um, which has actually been scientifically proven more recently when they were looking into things like acupuncture, uh, talking about the flow of uh, the energy flows within our bodies, which I I tend to be a, a decent believer of, you know, having, um, been a part of, you know, actually gone deeper into things like, you know, yoga and Kundalini yoga and, um transcendental meditations and things like that, that I've dove into and discussed previously on this podcast. You can go find, uh, what was it? Uh, I did a good, a good podcast on that. If you're interested on it, go back and check it out. Um, just look for transcendental meditation. Um, but, um, I, I, I'm science, science, you know, whatever that fucking means, um, the, the, the truth bears, uh, but they, they, for long denying traditional medicine, they've, there's been a lot of studies that have come out that have shown legitimacy, uh, to exactly what she's saying. Right. Um, you know, you want to get deeper into it. You want to go towards the Napoleon Hill things, um, is that everything's a frequency, right? Every, the only, every object is vibrating, um, and and sound is a frequency, and movement is a, it, it has a certain frequency, and the you know everything is vibrating at a certain tone, and and by manipulating vibration, um, our words are frequencies, right? Um, and and all it is is a you know vibration of your vocal cords, and with that you can you know take over countries essentially, right? And what she's saying is that it it also can be used for good reasons medicinally, and potentially negative reasons medicinally. Uh, so let's let's continue to see what she says about that.
2: And why 30 minutes? The water in your body resonates to different sounds, tones and vibrations it is um, surrounded with. And not only does it vibrate to that while it's hearing it, but it remembers it within five to seven minutes. Dr. Mm. Gerald Pollack on YouTube is a great resource for water. So while my device plays tones and vibrations that promote wellness, What's playing on October 4th?
0: Good question. I did not see that part of that article. Um, <clears throat> very interesting. Uh, it says the airwaves and online platforms are buzzing. A myriad of speculations, skepticisms, and stories have emerged. Painting a murky picture. Understanding the context and the facts is crucial to discern the reality of the October 4th blackout conspiracy. Uh, Yeah. And you're doing this literally against people's will. So, so right, so so where I have a problem with this is that you you're taking something that's never been done before, right? You're aligning the the frequency of the nation essentially, right? When you activate a singular event for all people at one time, right? I, I want you to go into a church, right? Religious or not, I want you to go into a church. I want you to go into a synagogue. I want you to go into a i don't know literally any religious institution and see what they do 60 percent of the time that they're in there i'll give you a hint it's vibrations it's a singing it's a frequency it's a it's a it's it's the alignment of multiple individuals in a singular area with the the alignment of their consciousness through vibrational frequencies right if so when you go into a church, you just you feel it, right? When everybody's singing and, and everybody's aligned and everybody's speaking to the same higher power, whatever that is, you can feel that energy, and it's not just the music, right? And, and music alone is extremely powerful, and, and obviously, you know, Hollywood and and the elites of the world have have weaponized that. Um, but you you realize the positive effects of that. So when you are aligning the the consciousness of an entire nation at a singular time, let's just talk about that until we get to 5G and radiation and that type of thing. Um, but let's just say that the tone, the frequency, that all matters, right? It's not like the and, and even if they were just testing this, even if that was the case, let's 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 not attribute malice initially. Let's let's not get into the tinfoil hat wearing conspiracies, let's just say even if you were going to, as far as to say, they're just testing, they're just testing a, uh, t- just, just making sure that it works, right? Well, when we go back to Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, probably the most impactful podcast that I've ever done, maybe next to the Chinese, um, the interview that I did with uh, uh, Mr. Gerber, where he talked about the organ harvesting of the Uyghur Muslims and the uh Gong movement, um, again, super impactful. But but I would say that when you look at Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, and we discuss shock testing, right? this is potentially the single largest data set that could be leveraged. Every single person with a cell phone. So essentially every household in America at a singular time is given the opportunity for these people to shock test something right whether that be the frequency what does this frequency have as an effect on the general public right and and you go look at the CIA documents you know going back to like MK ultra times you know that they tested these things they tested these things for for legitimately brainwashing people behind what what the soviets were, were doing mimicking what the soviets were doing with the the nazi doctors that we we've took in from operation paperclip and this is this shit's real guys. Like that's the craziest part about all this is like you string all these things together. And it's like, Oh, you're a crazy conspiracy. It's like, no bitch, go to the CIA website, research operation, paperclip research, uh, MK ultra research. What, what their CIA has been doing and what, what people have been doing in, in our organizations, in our, in our public sphere, in our p- politics for a very long time. So no, all of this is real. And so, If you can shock test the entire public at a singular time, essentially what shock testing is, 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 is taking a, um, figuring out with a large enough data set. What does it take to cause if you give this input, what is the output, right? If I, I don't know, uh, If like Burger King, right, everybody drives past a Burger King or maybe you used to. I don't know if they still do it, but they literally have like a chimney on top of it and they have the smoke flowing that smells like Burger King. (laughs) It's like they tested long enough to see that, oh, maybe people will come in more often if we put the smell out literally into the air surrounding our area. Um, That's a shock test, right? They had to test that theory and see if it worked and see if the percentages went up of people who bought in the areas that they did it right so so if you can shock test the general public if we have this input right and maybe they're going to do different if they were smart they would use different data sets right or di- different lists for this right they they would go into it and they'd say all right for a fourth of the country we're going to use this frequency for a fourth of the country we're going to use this frequency a fourth of the country we're going to use this frequency and th- these different frequencies have different effects on the human psyche and and maybe we we can weaponize this to either make people more docile make them more agreeable make them more likely to have x y and z happen and then they shock test it they run that experiment and then they take the results and then they analyze them with extremely large and accurate data sets right so again we don't have to get into zombie apocalypses for them to be shock testing large data sets with potential weaponized or whatever word you want to use for the frequency testings that they're using right this is this is real this is legitimate go Go do some research, right? Um, but I, I do see some potential issues with this just at a surface level. Then you want to get into actual 5G, right? And that's a discussion that we'll get into here in just a moment because we're still on like the first article of this. Um, now, this comes from another uh, account which says that on October 4th, the FEMA and FCC will conduct a nationwide test. Wouldn't this be the perfect opportunity for hackers to tell the truth of what's going on? The greatest hack ever hmm. saying that they if they can hack the uh, what's being sent out and, and say something different, potentially another person said the spread of the conspiracy. Um, this is Richard Elliott says, turn your phone off October 4th, 2023 at 2, 220 for at least 30 minutes. God only knows what kind of malware this corrupt government will be downloading to your phones if you leave them on during this test. Hmm, That's an interesting theory. And again, you look at things like Pegasus, right, Pegasus being the world's foremost spying software that can be easily downloaded to your phone. It used to be that you, they would send you a text message, they'd send you an email, and this is, again, readily available information. The Mossad is using it, the CIA, um, um, MI6, all of them use this software to spy on terrorists and domestic terrorists and people who, I don't know, go through uh, the Capitol building uh, on a museum tour, guided by the police, on a certain date in January, um, and people like you and me, because of the Patriot Act, and they can do whatever the fuck they want, right? So, uh, says FEMA's announcement. Um, but I'm uh, sorry, let me finish that about Pegasus. Pegasus essentially allows them to look at your every single thing on your phone, control it at all times, turn on your your camera when and, and have it not notify you, um, so they can watch you. They can listen in through your microphone, which they're probably doing to me right now. Uh, <laughs> um but it, it it can essentially just it allows them to to weaponize your phone for for spying purposes and and they they've already had it shown um through edward snowden that that's what they were doing right they were absolutely weaponizing that against citizens with no really due process or warrants or any reason at all and they actually found that people within the organizations were doing this to people in their own lives right crushes or girlfriends or <laughs> excuse me, X's pretty crazy stuff. Um, so there's another theory. Uh, it says conspiracy theories and concerns. It says enter off grid secrets, a YouTuber amplifying the conspiracy's volume. He questions the potential health risks of simultaneous phone activations without scientific evidence. He surmises potential harm to humans, insects, birds, and bees due to radiation. Uh, his intrigue doesn't stop there. Using a germantria calculator, off grid secrets dives deep into the date significance, finding links to, the uh findings link the date to various cryptic terms further fueling speculations as of october 4th 2023 date nears conspiracy theories will undoubtedly persist yet a critical mindset and reliance on facts remain essential only time will unveil the truth behind the october 4th 2023 blackout conspiracy um yeah interesting right so there's some of the conspiracies that have come out i actually do have i believe that guy's uh Video embedded somewhere here, um, but I do want to take you back, and let's maybe I can take you to one of his videos. Maybe we're too deep into this to get there. Um, yeah, we might be a little too deep. I have too many five G articles up. <laughs> uh, so in walks five G. All right, um, and so so let's go into this. Do you recall, this was back in February 7th of 2022. So um, I was operating my podcast at this time. You can very likely go back. I believe I actually did a whole podcast, one of the topics being about this specific national terrorism advisory bulletin from the Department of Homeland Security uh, titled, so again, February 7th of 2022. And it said, Summary of Terrorism Threats to Homeland Security. And you go down to the additional details on that webpage, directly on dhs.gov. And it says, key factors contributing to the current heightened threat environment include, all right, now, if you just press Control-F and we go 5G, one of the things on the Department of Homeland Security's website, Terrorist Advisory, says, domestic extremism or domestic extremists have also viewed attacks against U.S. critical infrastructure as a means to create chaos and advance ideological goals and have recently aspired to disrupt U.S. electrical and communications critical infrastructure, including by spreading false or misleading narratives about 5G cellular technology. So if you spread false false meaning against the mainstream narrative of what the corporations who funded these individuals and put them in power want you to think, right? Because we all know that the fact checkers mean nothing other than they're they're narrative enforcers for corporations. Uh, If you even speak out against that, like I am right now talking about how potentially this technology, which is we have no clue as to what its effects are, and you say anything that's against what they want you to say or think about their technology, then you can be deemed a domestic, violent extremist, specifically for just having an opinion about the potential side effects of a technology that nobody knows the side effects of. Nobody, nobody. I'm not claiming to know the side effects of this. Now, I'll present to you some evidence from some people who do, but I don't know. What I will tell you is, Everywhere you look right now, there's a freaking 5G tower. I will tell you what I know, which is that when people go up to those towers and work on them, they wear large white radiation suits, like ET style radiation suits to work on the 5G towers. Hmm. I wonder why. What I will tell you is that there was articles coming out about how large swarms of bees, birds, and a bunch of other animals and insects were dying in the immediate vicinity of 5G cell towers, allegedly, according to those articles. All right, what I will tell you is that Robert F. Kennedy Jr., which we'll find out here in just a second, is representing a group of individuals who say that they were negatively affected by 5G. And what I will tell you is that the same people who wanted you to believe that you should get a vaccine also, you know, not a vaccine, a, a understudied mRNA gene therapy uh, also want you to shut the hell up and not say anything about their ugly ass towers that are everywhere. Right, and they're literally trying to hide these towers by making them look like trees—really shitty, ugly trees, by the way. These towers are the most horrific-looking eyesore of anything in in the world today. They look terrible. These—you've seen them. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, and it's infuriating. Like, I don't know about you, but my phone worked just fine before five G came out. I don't know about you. But I still sit and shit loads forever, and no matter how many 5G towers they put around my house or or as I'm driving on the highway, my cell service still hasn't improved 1%. 1% in the last 5 to 10 years. Yet everywhere you look right now, they're putting up 5G towers. Why? That's the better question. What is the purpose of this? What am I gaining out of this? Or what are they gaining out of this? And of those one of one things that have happened like this, those those mass communications that have happened, there's only one that's happened before now. How many occurred when 5G was in effect? That's another question. All right. So Department of Homeland Security, February 7th, 2022, released a bulletin saying that if you speak out against 5G According to the Department of Homeland Security, you could potentially be a violent extremist domestic terrorist. On that note, let's talk about 5G. (laughs) Uh, All right. Oh, I do also want to note that if you go back, and you had to go back, and by back I mean to way back machine and go to the CDC website because they scrubbed, the CDC scrubbed their website of this article that had Preparedness 101, Zombie Apocalypse. And this was back in 2011. I don't know if you remember that. But the CDC actually gave out guidelines surrounding a zombie apocalypse. Now, it seems to be in in, in the light of some satire right? And because they opened it up with, there's all kinds of emergencies out there that you can prepare for. Take a zombie apocalypse, for example. Um, you may laugh now, but when it happens, you'll be happy you read this and Hey, maybe you'll even learn a thing or two about how to prepare for a real emergency. Um, they talk about and give legitimate guidelines for how to survive a zombie apocalypse. So again, I think the people saying that are silly when it comes to this, cause there's like in, in the, you know, you go to the deep, deep websites. Um, you go to like the, the QAnon, 4chan, conspiracy websites, you know, the things like, uh, you know, one that I've seen before is, um, what's it called? Uh, before it's That's an interesting one. If you want to go deep. Um, but, uh, you go there and you there's all these conversations about zombie apocalypse, five uh, G, um, you know all of that. So uh, have fun, kids. Um, but if you want to go check this out, you have to go to Wayback Machine. You have to find the article, and maybe I can I can link that for you in the. Uh, in the Substack. So, um or, you know, I'll, I'll put it in my Instagram. So, let me let me give my plug here is is that the CDC actually had a document released of how to prepare for a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> they did that. All right. Um so I'll include that if you go to my Instagram, you can comment on there, uh maybe I'll, if I can make that a clip, um I'll have something on there where I can send it to you automatically through some automation. So, um all right. So, that's one thing. That's interesting here's another one, right? You want to t- let's, let's get into the actual 5g conversation. Cause I think this is important. This is something that I've been wanting to do for quite some time now. And, and, and this may go over a little bit and it's already, you know, almost 12 o'clock here, but Hey, what do I got to lose besides being considered a terrorist, according to the department of Homeland security for talking about technology concerns. Drink to that. Um, So here goes a video of Robert F. Kennedy Jr. And he is discussing with a voter about how he's, you know, she says he's a conspiracy theorist and all this stuff. So let's go ahead and watch this video.
1: You are definitely not in my book or any of my Democratic family or friends book a Democrat. Um, Your conspiracy theories, they they literally scare us. Um, We just came out of four years of, you know, full of of Trump's lies and his conspiracy theories. In this country, you claim that you want to heal us as a nation and our divide. And and this is not, I mean, the Wi-Fi causes cancer and 5G is is mass surveillance. and, and chemicals in our water cause transgender and, and, and antidepressants cause school shootings. I, I'm so confused, and so I'm looking for Tell clarity from you today, there, Mr. Woman. Kennedy. Oh.
4: And- okay, uh, Sharon, thank you for the call. you laid out a lot of things. We'll let Mr. Kennedy Sharon. respond. Yeah, Sharon, thanks for those questions. You say that I have conspiracy theories, and you're know, you labeling me anti-vax, which I'm not, or a conspiracy theorist, which I am not. Um, is one of the ways that the Democratic Party and their uh, allied press have silenced me. I mean, you um, you mention, for example, five G and and dismiss the fact that five G causes cancer. But I'm representing now hundreds of, of 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 men and women in this country who have gotten uh, glioblastoma, uh, classic cell phone tumors uh from 5G and there's there are reams of scientific studies that show that that is happening. Um you you say that 5G is not used for surveillance. Is there really any American left who believes that the government is not uh, spying on the American people?
1: Wire magazine, 5G smartphones cause cancer. Big wireless doesn't want you to know. That's 2000 and Response 16, back before they totally controlled all the media. The FDA black box warning on antidepressant suicide risk in young adults. Oh, that's from the NIH, National Institutes of Health, saying it's on the insert that it causes suicide and mass murder. But you heard her say, how dare you say that to RFK Jr. Suicidality in children and adolescents being treated with antidepressant medications. FDA.gov. It's a fact. Like the U.N. said, oh, aspartame gives you cancer and heart attacks, but it's okay. And a present black box warning 10 years later. So I'm done talking about that. We just spent 45 minutes or more responding to that caller. Probably a real person, probably not just a seminar caller, told to say it. And they just think we're scaring people. We're bad. So I just responded to them.
0: <laughs> All right, so there's your daily dose of Alex Jones. Um, but nothing you said was wrong, right? Very, very interesting articles that he just uh, brought up. And I have some of my own and some of my own videos here that we'll walk through together. Um, now, one of the foremost experts on this is, you know, an expert, I mean, you know, a consistent person who was found doing uh, seminars on the dangers of 5G is Dr. Barry Trower. Dr. Barry Trower being somebody who is a part of um, MI6 Intelligence, uh, allegedly um, speaking out about 5G. And here's a portion of his uh, seminar that he did in 2021 um, called The Truth of 5G and Wi-Fi. And you can find it on YouTube, uh, Dr. Barry Trower, T-R-O-W-E-R the truth about 5G and Wi-Fi part one on YouTube. There's only 700 views here, but uh, I believe the original clip was taken down. So um, here we go.
5: This I think is the most shameful document ever to be published. It is by the World Health Organization. We pay them to protect us and we trust them to protect us. In 1973, the World Health Organization had a conference in Warsaw, Biological effects and health hazards of microwave radiation, below thermal radiation, which is what you have on your cell phones. 350 pages documenting harm to the ordinary person. 107 different chapters. Chapter 40 deals with cancer. Uh, I think 28 reproductive faults. But instead of telling the world, I don't know who made them make the decision, instead of telling the world, It was stamped top-secret with a big red top-secret stamp. It still is. Hmm. And you still will not be told about this. They will not admit to it, even today. The second most shameful document, I think, is this one. This was published between 1972 and 1976. The final part was 1976. It is from the U.S. Defense Intelligence Agency. And the document says... (coughs) If the more advanced nations of the West, which is us, are strict in the enforcement of exposure standards, there could be unfavorable effects on industrial output, industrial output is profit, and military function. In other words, what they wanted us to do was set a level of radiation for the NATO countries, set a level of radiation that would not be strict. Hence, we came in with the six-minute thermal level that is still in place today and what councils are advised to adhere to. (coughs) At that time, the World Health Organization, again, what they didn't tell you, (coughs) on their website, or on their, what they had on these days, 80% of the published papers linked cancer to low-level microwaves. And the others, you had neurological damage, birth defects, uh, uh, there, there was no secret among the decision-makers then. And every so often, when a, generally when a new G comes out, a new uh, one of the new makes of the cell phone, the International Commission for Non-Ionising Radiation Protection, they put out an addendum to their original report, which clears the way for whichever generation it is coming out. There's a new one coming out in a couple of days to clear the way for 5G. This is the original copy of the original uh, International about. Commission document. And it, it is of interest to decision makers, all decision makers, excuse me. <clears throat> because I think I'm not legally trained and I cannot understand people when they talk to me who are legally trained. But I will give you my interpretation of this. And this is for council decision makers and all other decision makers. They actually say in this that their recommendations are guidelines. They are not law. You do not have to adhere to them. They are guidelines. They say they only consider involving the heating of tissue. They go on to say, for example, children, the elderly and some chronically ill people may have a lower tolerance for one or more forms of these microwaves than the rest of the population. They will be deemed sensitive. And then they say, on page 547 of this one, in practice, the critical steps in applying these general procedures may differ across the spectrum. Several steps in these procedures require scientific judgement. For example, on reviewing the scientific literature and determining an appropriate reduction factor. In other words, in my simple brain, if you are told that something is dangerous, as a decision maker, you have the authority to say, this says this level will cause this. I am instructed to reduce the level to a point that is deemed safe. You do not have somebody walk into your school or somewhere and say sign here gov these are radio waves we've had radio for 100 years no problems and then zonk there's a transmitter and you come back a week later and like lego some other people have gone dong, 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 dong. and you've just a mass of things that you don't understand and nobody will tell you what they are anyway <clears throat> now hmm. <clears throat> i brought a couple of books Reiki's along not here. because i get any money if they're sold or anything like that <clears throat> but Along with the whistleblowers, of which I am one, um, I have known for many, 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 many years a captain who is an electronics warfare specialist captain. He worked with the Canadian military government and CIA and he published a book. Uh, And in this book, and I can give you the title, and he's updated it. This is the original. He's updated it for 5G. And in it, whereas Snowden Uh, the whistleblower a few years ago, put everything on the internet. He has put all of the top secret papers into a book, given the websites where you can download them if you are a decision maker and you want proof of something. He includes our government, the International Commission, uh, and he's put them all in a book under different categories, everything to do with cell phones, Wi-Fi, 5G, government and all that. But the reason I want to quote this one is because he has quoted that before this bubble bursts uh, with children and everybody running around with everything stuck to the sides of their heads, it is expected and anticipated there will be two billion deaths. Hmm. Now, I questioned that in my own mind and I thought, that's a lot. And in my simple Janet and John brain, I couldn't work out what two billion deaths actually means. But it is, if you imagine everybody who died in World War II, it is 28 times that number. And that's a lot. But when I started looking into this, I thought, well, I remember when I was teaching, and I remember the time in the early 80s when I said to my science class, and I said, we have just passed the 100,000 deaths a year rate in this country for smoking-related deaths. And then you start looking around the world for smoking. Smoking was linked to, they didn't know the name then, but they knew that you had lung congestion and died with big, black, ugly bits, um, in 1870. Smoking was linked to cancer and death in 1870. In 1939, all of the science was in place to have it stopped. Then the government scientists and industry scientists, who are sometimes one of the same person, step in and they delay things for 50, 60 years, which is what happened to smoking. Exactly the same with lead in petrol.
0: So I did want to give you the recommendation I just found in the book that he briefly showed to the audience, which is Hidden Dangers 5G, How Governments, Telecom, and Electric Power Utilities Suppress the Truth About the Known Hazards of Electromagnetic Field, or EMF, radiation. Um, This was released in 2019. The author's name is Captain Jerry G. Flynn. Although I don't know too, too many people who put captain or their military rank on a book title (laughs) as an author. That's pretty funny. Um, But I would say maybe if you would like to get it's on Amazon right now, $23. I will order my copy. I know that. um, And check this out if he's uh, recommending it. So um, interesting, very interesting. Interesting, another book that it recommends is Radiation Nation, another one is Exposed, The Electronic Sickening, but this one seems to be the most prominent uh, book about it. So, there you go. If you wanna go watch the rest of that, um, it is Dr. Barry Trower, T-R-O-W-E-R. It's 48 minutes long and it is just the first part, the truth about 5G and Wi-Fi. Um, the next thing that we will go into here is the fact that Switzerland halted its rollout of 5g over health concerns. This was four years ago on Reddit. Um, and this is actually where I got the original, uh, videos that I'm about to show you, which were linked as the top comment. And, uh, then they were gone. So I had to refine the videos. Uh, one being, let's see, because somebody says maybe they were wrong, Switzerland didn't do that. Uh, this is from Mobile World Live, which says Switzerland denies halting 5G rollouts, so uh, conflicting evidence. Um, but it did link me to this, which is that Frank Clegg, C L E G G, on 5G wireless technology and safety. This individual was the head of, I believe, Microsoft in Canada and uh, voiced some concerns around 5G. Here we go.
3: Safe technology, and while I've seen the tremendous benefit that technology can provide, I've also seen the potential harm if technology is not implemented correctly. And I believe our current implementation of wireless technology is not safe. That's why I co-founded Canadians for Safe Technology and why I joined the business advisory group of the Environmental Health Trust. I am especially concerned about our current implementation of 5G wireless technology. And the more research I do and the more experts I talk to, the more concerned I become. Now, there's no doubt that there are benefits such as autonomous vehicle and faster download speeds. At the same time, Mm. I think there is potential harm. I think it's important that we understand that 5g is not just an incremental number on our cell phones. In fact,
0: Now, actually that's interesting because maybe 5g isn't about the cell phones and that's what it would make sense with, right? Our cell phones didn't get any faster. I already talked about that earlier. 4g was just fine. Right. And I've literally seen zero improvements of my cell phone for 5g, especially with how ugly these towers are. Um, so it seems like it's got to be something else, which is not something I thought about too, too much more other than, you know, what, what they're talking about here is the surveillance and the ability to surveil literally everybody by the connection of your of your phone at any single time. But what he mentioned is autonomous vehicles, right? And then that leads the way to things like the Neuralink and other things. So definitely something to keep an eye out for.
3: Back over 230 scientists and researchers from 41 countries around the world have formally written to the United Nations, their member nations, and the World Health Organization, expressing their concern over the planned rollout of 5G technology, especially for vulnerable populations such as children, pregnant women, and the environmentally sensitive. They have been joined by state legislatures and federal regulators who have asked the FCC to provide evidence that there is no harm from the rollout of 5G technology. There's no doubt that the engineers and businesses and companies that roll out technology are well-meaning. However, their focus is on the first the market and getting new products into the market as efficiently and quickly as they can. I am not aware of any research or studies by my industry or related industry that deal at all with the health or safety effects of wireless technology. Here are some important facts about 5G. 5G technology has not been tested. I am not aware of a single study that shows that 5G technology is safe. 5G, as in all other wireless technology, gives off radio frequency radiation, which is absorbed in the human body and accumulates in the human body. One segment of 5G technology are millimeter waves. Millimeter waves are used by the U.S. and Israeli government in their active denial systems, which are used for crowd control and what they do is they provide a very painful reaction in the skin organs of the body. We have no idea what the impacts will be to human health if that kind of millimeter wave technology is used and we're exposed to it 24 hours a day, seven days a week. There are significant proven health effects from wireless technology and wireless devices. These include insomnia, headaches, fatigue, heart palpitations, all caused by exposure to wireless devices and the radiation from them. More serious symptoms and conditions include heart arrhythmia, infertility, tinnitus, numbness or tingling in the extremities, diabetes, cancer, hmm. and permanent DNA damage. Mental health is also impacted, with increased anxiety, depression, rises in ADHD and autism, mood swings, and emotional instability. In fact, all of these health factors and conditions have risen exponentially over the last thirty years, and hundreds of studies that show proof of biological mm. harm. From-
0: now, that's interesting. Is the correlation between the health effects and the radio frequencies? So, what if? Right. Let's put our let's put on our what if hat here. What if it's not exactly the telecommunications companies? What if? It's the people who are profiting from the sicknesses that push the telecommunications uh, technologies, right? Like everything that he just listed there is a monetizable ailment, right? Uh, Diabetes, heart issues, mental health issues, right? While simultaneously knowing that there's a lot of people in this world who have lots of money, who believe that we have far too many people on this planet uh, especially when you want to get into things like longevity and people living longer. Um, so that's another question you have to ask yourself is, is maybe it's not the telecommunications companies and maybe it's not even the medical companies. Maybe it's the companies who own those companies.
3: From wireless devices. Most recently in 2018, the National Institute of Health's National Toxicology Program Released the findings of a 14-year $25 million study that showed clear evidence of harm in terms of cancer and permanent DNA damage. This study, several months later, was verified by the prestigious Ramazzini Institute out of Italy, which found the same results. Now you may ask how a product that has this potential harm any telecommunication health of their products. Let's go to the so in other words, there was no stuff. liability to the telecommunications industry of any of the impacts of their products.
0: All right. So, so I guess here's the question, right? Here's a, a question that I would ask you, which is that if you knew that your phone gave you cancer and you would live, let's say, let's say 15 years, 15 years less, right? Instead of living 95 years old, you're going to live 80 years old. But in those 80 years, you're going to immediately be able to communicate with people telepathically through the air. You're going to be able to know every single answer to every single question that you have in real time at any given time that you want. You're going to have unlimited amount of entertainment whenever you want it. And all you have to do is give me 15 years of your life. I think there would probably be a few, a large portion of the population who would actually be okay with that. Right now, I think if there was a massive movement, maybe you could probably argue that, potentially not, but I I, I still think if you could give somebody that superpower and you said, hey, you only live 15 years less, but you get all of those things I just talked about, I think there's probably a still large portion of the country who would be okay with that. But the problem is you're not giving them the right. The problem is you're leveraging tax dollars to put up five G towers all over the country, right? There's there's some issues there. So let's let's move on from that guy. Um, that guy's name was uh, Frank Clegg, by the way, C L E G G. Um, now here's Tom Wheeler, the FCC chair, saying something similar.
6: Um, the the issue is that um, that that. We now, with five G, know the threat, and have an opportunity to address it from the get go.
5: Okay, you, we talked about
6: how the United States is leading when it comes to five G. What are other countries doing, and how do we maintain that leadership spot compared to Europe or somewhere else? So, um, uh, the um, the European Union, China. Japan, and South Korea have all signed a memorandum of understanding that they would all work together uh, to develop 5G. The European Union has put up 700 million euros to do 5G research. Um, As I referenced in my remarks, um, um, we think that's the wrong way to go. We think that, that the making the spectrum available and standing out of the way of technology development is far better than, well, let's sit around and wait till we decide what it's going to do and then make the spectrum available and let's micromanage the technology process. Um, that's not the way that we're going to be approaching. Are there lessons well. to be learned from the rollout of 4G technology uh, in the U.S. and elsewhere that will apply to uh, the start of 5G? Sure, there are lots of them, Um, uh, not the least of which is um, the... um...
0: So essentially what he just said is that we don't care about any of the health implications as long as it's profitable, (laughs) right? His is being a little bit less long than the other ones. Um, There's an article that comes out of Scientific American uh, from, let's see, Uh, 2019, which says, we have no reason to believe that 5G is even safe. Hmm. So you can go read that article because we're getting pretty uh, over our time here. Um, Then there's some other crazy stuff that comes up. One, shit, uh, that I just exited. (laughs) That was the only one I cared about. Um, Let me see if I can go back in here. I'm going to exit out of this Uh, let me see if I can pull it up for you here Um, but it's a summary of a manic episode by somebody on Reddit so that's always fun Um, but it was all about 5G and it talked a lot about what that woman was alluding to in the original portion of our conversation about this which was the weaponization of frequencies and so what I had ChatGPT summarize this for me and it says, this is quite a long and dense passage. And I can post the original Reddit thread here. Um, but the Reddit thread, let me just give you the uh, name of it so you can find it if you wanted it to. But it was 08C-GWO-RF, Brain Scan, aka Voice of God, Text Starts and Development. Sounds like pretty crazy stuff. Um, but essentially what it's saying is that you can manipulate people's thoughts with frequencies. Um, So it says that uh, this is quite a long, this is what ChatGPT summarized for me because it's a a long post. Um, This is quite a long and dense passage, which touches on many topics, including brain scanning technologies, their evolution, and the potential applications in the realm of 5G and potentially 6G communications. Here's a summarized overview. Historical perspective. Initially, a trick was used that involved two close frequency carriers aimed at the brain. When these frequencies mixed with brain tissue, they produced a difference in sum, with the sum reflecting the markers of brain activity. This early method used 100 and 110 millihertz carriers. Now, there's actually when when I don't know if you remember, like back in 2011 when I was in high school, um, there was something called binaural beats, which is actually still pretty prevalent, and people use them to help them go to sleep. They help them go into dream states faster. They help them to be more focused. They help them to meditate better. There are frequencies, these specific megahertz that are utilized to elicit certain reactions from your brain. I remember even back then there was like things where, you know, we were in high school. It was like, you know, you'll feel like you're on this type of drug if you use this binaural beat. Like it was pretty crazy stuff. Um, But anyways, there's legitimacy to some of it. Advancements. Today's technology operates at a far higher frequencies reaching into the gigahertz range. Modern radios have sophisticated uh, DSP or digital signal processing capabilities are nearly fully software defined and can handle large bandwidths. They can also work in full duplex mode, meaning that they can listen and transmit simultaneously. Talks about 5G capabilities. 5G technology operates at a wide spectrum of frequencies and offers selectable central frequency and bandwidth, MMO, antenna arrays enabling precise beamforming, significant computing power, including GPUs and AI accelerators, network features ideal for distributed AI learning and data transfer, hmm, low detectability of attacks since they mimic normal 5G data transfer, versatility in the type of waveforms, waveforms generated. That's weird, getting into AI learning and data transfer and AI accelerators. Huh? Applications and impacts. Patents describe scanning brain functions and influencing processes such as creating auditory sensations. Effects of such technologies include the perception of external sounds, delayed echoes of one's thoughts, and potentially influencing physiological functions like heartbeat. These technologies can recognize various brain patterns and activities from spoken and written language to imagined and reflected motor actions. This can be used to discern emotions, reactions, or even subconscious responses. What? The system can detect patterns such as recognizing faces, reacting to music, and understanding symbolic representations. What? Surveillance and ethics. There's an implication of mass surveillance and experimentation on unsuspecting people using this technology. Specific events and locations like conferences or public spaces are mentioned as potential venues for such surveillance and data collection. Business and geopolitical angle. Israeli firms are depicted as significant players in the space with an intent on, to lead in brain-computer interface technologies. We talked about Neuralink. The passage humorously cites Ferengi rules of acquisition from the Star Trek universe to underline business motives. It says forward-looking anticipation of 6G and why. fi 5G to be more about updating surveillance capabilities than communications upgrades, which makes sense to me. A hundred percent, it makes sense to me. 5G is not about making your iPhone faster. It's about letting the government surveil you and about the future states of AI and data collection. That makes way more sense than you trying to fucking make me watch a youtube video faster because why do you care all of these companies already have a monopoly like why would you care if my stuff's faster absolutely 100 agree that makes perfect sense now now i need to dive deeper into that reddit thread because apparently this is pretty crazy and this is just the overview of it and i want to go look at because there's like nine patents that it outlines there um but again the uh, Reddit comes from Uni Min, so U-N-I-M-I-N-A-L-7823. Um, and again, you probably look at Tech Starts and Development or Voice of God. And it lists all of these patents and gives a huge, long description of all of them. Uh, pretty wild. Man, I almost want to go through this whole thing but it is past midnight by a, a long shot. So um, maybe next time, guys. Uh, go read that article. Let me know your thoughts. And that's what I got for you, folks. Be careful. Turn off your freaking notifications. If I convinced you of anything today, it's that take two minutes out to turn that off. Um, and if shit goes down, you know where to find me. All right. The Austin J. Adams on all social media. Uh, head over to the sub stack, austinadams.substack.com. Subscribe, leave a five-star review, and I love you. Have a great week. Thank you so much.